Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's 9.30 in 716. Good morning, WBEN News Time 5.02. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazurowski. Outside, clear skies. Is that a full moon? I thought Looks it was. Pretty close. Uh, big bright one. 65 degrees in Buffalo. Attorney General Merrick Garland will be in Buffalo today to meet with family members of the 10 victims killed and survivors of the mass shooting at Topps. Garland and U.S. Attorney Trini Ross will be paying respects at the public memorials on Jefferson and later meeting with reporters. This is Garland's first visit to Buffalo since the mass shooting. And we are still awaiting to hear what, if any, federal charges, what that case might look like against the top's shooter, perhaps getting more information on that today. It was one month after the shooting at Tops, and Buffalo paused to remember yesterday. Brayton Wilson was on Jefferson Avenue. Tuesday saw the community come together to hold a memorial at the top site on Jefferson, where a number of people were on hand to honor those lost following that hateful act of violence on May 14th. Among the speakers on Tuesday included Fragrance Harris-Stanfield, as she and her daughter were both working at the Jefferson Avenue location when the suspected 18-year-old shooter opened fire just before 2.30 p.m. Both Harris-Stanfield and her daughter were able to escape and walk away safe and relatively unscathed. Unfortunately for 10 others on that day, they lost their lives too soon. It feels good to be up here with the families of those who we lost. They are dear to us and I'm happy to be here with the community. As the Eastside community continues to battle back from the events of one month ago, work is already underway with revamping and reconstructing the Tops on Jefferson Avenue. President and COO of Tops Friendly Markets, John Person, said last week the Jefferson Avenue location is expected to reopen for Buffalo's Eastside sometime in late July. While the debate about reopening the store has been a talking point for several weeks now, Harris Stanfield understands just how important it is to get the supermarket back Back up and running for residents. I think it's really important to get it up and running. We do need our community tops. This is the only major chain grocery store in the community. I know it was a lot of work for the community and some of the members of the Buffalo 10 were actually instrumental in getting this tops here. We still have managers in the building who have been here since the tops started and, and was open. So I think we should just make sure that we have a more instrumental representation in the reopening. More from Harris Stanfield and her stance on the reopening of tops on Jefferson Avenue is available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. All right, Brayton, thank you. In Northern California, how about this? A misplaced decimal point costing a gas station manager's job. Why? Well, signs at a Shell location near Sacramento showed premium selling for 69 cents per gallon. 
instead of what should have been $6.90 per gallon. The mistake, minor, unless you're at the gas station, it cost them $16,000. Put all three prices on there, except the diesel. But the last one kind of didn't go, you know. So I just took responsibility for it, and I said, yeah, it's my fault. And people filling up their Luminous with premium <laughs> just because they could. He was fired, though. A minor mistake. I mean, it was costly. His family starting a GoFundMe to help repay the station's owners for the mistake. Wow. I mean, that's a... No, no way to really get that back. No. <laughs> I imagine mean, being one of those lucky cars, though. Well, here's the thing. I If you are, you know, driving a car like most of us drive, and you fill it up with premium, is it a lucky car? I don't think you're supposed to do that. That's true. So, you know, I, this might, might have, actually hurt. Might have cost the gas station sixteen thousand dollars and drivers across Sacramento. Thousands <laughs> and thousands. I don't know how much? I'm not sure. You're, it's a good point though about that premium. By the way, gas in Western New York again today, no change. Still four ninety a gallon. Not that we're celebrating, but it's not. It hasn't gone up in two days. It's very interesting. I think um, you know, for much of the past couple of weeks, we say you know, oh, it was four seventy, and people would say, well, I'm seeing four eighty or four ninety. Now the average price is four ninety, but I think there's a lot of people saying, well, hey, I know a four seventy. Uh, you know, I know a, yeah. a place that's a little bit lower. You're still able to find those deals here and there around Western New York. Actually, I, I was going to where I get a discount gas. Every pump was closed yesterday. I feel like they, because they are one of the lowest prices around the area, I feel like... Tapped out? They were empty. They were waiting for their next shipment. Yeah, absolutely makes sense, right? Uh, unfortunately for you. I mean, it was okay. I, you know what? I didn't want to let it go too, too Yeah, I was going to say, don't run out. Right. I didn't want to let it... I have plenty, but I'll get it today. Good. You, are you going to have to be like Joe? <laughs> Topping off every uh, three miles. <laughs> well, all of this coming as the Fed is set to announce its latest key interest rate hike today to cool the economy. Alexis Christophorus telling us what it means for the average consumer. Mortgage rates have actually doubled uh, since the beginning of the year. This week, in fact, the average rate on a 30-year loan topping 6%. For the first time in about a decade, and of course that makes buying a home, especially for first-time home buyers, even further out of reach. Here's a, a statistic for you: for every one percent a mortgage goes, a mortgage rate goes up. It tacks on another ten percent to the price over the life of that loan. WBEN's Tom Puckett talking with market experts with more on what you should do. It's okay to worry. Um, but it's not okay to act upon your worries. Catherine Christofferson of McCollum Christofferson Group. As bad as this seems, we are coming off of two really good years in the market to the point that probably the market was overpriced. And now we're seeing the inevitable correction, but it's, comp it's compounded by inflation and people's concern over um, not only their 401ks, but obviously how they're going to put food on the table. She says you can't time the market because while things will settle down, we just don't know when that will happen. Greg Merkel of FSC Security says while you may be worried, you should take some action. Hopefully they're reviewing these at least once a year uh, with someone, either through their provider or their own financial advisor, and uh, that they're, I think what I like to see is that 
the investments that they have are diversified, so they're not all in one particular area. Merkel says unless you're a couple of years from retirement, you should avoid making major changes. Hear more advice online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. All right. It has been kind of turbulent for sure lately on the markets. And we'll get more analysis coming up at 6.50 this morning here on WBEN on that. Well, you may be slamming on the brakes after you see what a new or even a used car is costing these days. Shopping for a new vehicle? You're bound to get sticker shock. What we're seeing lately, especially for all of 2022, is that people are paying well over sticker price. Kelly Blue Book executive editor Brian Moody says it doesn't seem to be stopping people. You have increased demand, you have low supply, and then you have people basically saying, I'm already spending $40,000 on this thing. I might as well get what I want. The average price in May was $47,148. That's up more than 13% from last year. Daria Albinger, ABC News. $47,000. That's wild uh, for any new car. Unbelievable. And uh, Bills and Sabres co-owner, Kim Pagula, receiving medical care as a result of some unexpected health issues. That's according to a brief statement by the Pagula family. A statement from the family said they're grateful for the progress she's made over the past few days, adding she has an exceptional team of medical experts by her side. Pagula at the top of mind of many of Bill's practice yesterday, including Josh Allen. Uh, first, I'd like to, you know, just send my condolences to the Pagulas and their family. Obviously, um, don't know all the details of what's going on. You know, we're all praying for them, and um, you know, we appreciate everybody else in the community uh, praying for them as well. Um, again, this is it's new news to us, and um, you know, she's done so much for our our organization, and and we all love her so much. So. Uh, again, as a team, we're, we're sending our prayers, and we just ask that you guys do the same for us, please. Josh Allen, yesterday the Bills began their mandatory minicamp Tuesday in Orchard Park. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast calls for partly sunny skies. It's going to be a hot one today. Temperatures in the upper 80s, close to 90 degrees, with an isolated storm or two at times today. Tonight, some scattered showers and thunder showers, warm and muggy. Overnight lows in the low to mid-70s on Thursday. Stay a mix of sun and clouds, very warm, very humid, with scattered showers and storms, highs in the mid to upper 80s. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Kowski. Michael Angelucci with Level Financial Advisors is joining us this morning. We are awaiting a big decision by the Federal Reserve later today. Uh, Michael, we've got soaring prices on everything, a stock sell-off, overheated economy, and it seems like it's not a matter of if, but how much of an interest rate hike we're going to see today. What, what are you expecting? Exactly. The, uh, the sentiment seems to be now that it's going to be a three-quarters of a percent raise. Uh, prior to Friday, many thought it would be a half a percent. But on Friday, core inflation, which factors out uh, gas and food, was higher than expected, along with inflation in general. And that uh, started worrying um, consumers and um, the Fed because the feeling was that they were not getting inflation under control and may have to do more. So how does this work, uh, raising the interest rate? What is the hope in the end run that it's going to do to the overall economy? Right. The the tool the Fed has uh, is, is to raise interest rates. They have the power to do that, and that trickles through the economy by uh, slowing down people's purchase of homes, houses, businesses don't expand, uh, maybe uh, like they had planned to expand, which uh, decreases uh, wages and jobs and people's spending. 
So when people start spending less, prices start coming down, and that is it's a it's a hammer that the the Fed has. And but the Fed is concerned right now about Main Street. Uh, I know a lot of people are worried about the markets, but the Fed's um, core directive really is to manage inflation and um, employment. And right now, employment's okay. Inflation is terrible. And the Fed is going to do what it needs to do to get inflation under control because uh, the regular person that is buying groceries and, and, and food or groceries and food and gas and, and wanting to buy other products, um, they are um, in trouble and, and they need help. And that's what the Fed is going to do. The stock sell-off this week technically hit a bear market. And the big concern seems to be, are we headed for a recession? Would the moves that they're making today head off a recession, or do you think that that's inevitable? That's a great question. And the Fed is walking a tightrope because when they raise interest rates, uh, what happens is the the future – well, inflation uh, devalues the future uh, value of dividends and maybe the sale of a stock in the future. So that's bad for stocks. It also uh, creates, when they raise interest rates, an option for investors to go someplace else and – um, put their money. But to the point you made is the the third thing that happens and what's causing the market to go down is this worry that if the, inflate, if the Fed raises interest rates too high, it will cause a recession, it potentially could cause a recession, uh, which uh, is bad for stocks, obviously, because uh, earnings go down and, and less money are, are flowing to investors. Uh, so that's the worry. Nobody uh, is predicting that yet. But uh, from everything that I've seen, it's becoming more difficult for the Fed to navigate what's called a, a soft landing with raising rates and not causing uh, a recession. When this rate hike happens, who is going to be the most impacted immediately? Um, what's that immediate impact on the economy and on, and on you know normal everyday people? The, the, the immediate impact is going to be with people that may have been wanting to purchase a house or a large uh, item like a car or appliances that may have uh, that they would have to borrow for. So you're seeing those borrowing costs go way up. I think just earlier in the year, a 30-year mortgage was 3%. Now it's approaching 6%. Uh, so that's doubled. And that takes people out of the market for certain things, and it brings down the prices of those houses and goods uh, eventually. Um, so that's those are the people that are going to get hit initially. And then the people that work in those industries will be hit initially because they may be laid off uh, or they may not see um, wage increases they thought they might see. Michael, you know, aside from interest rate hikes, is there anything else that, say, the president could do right now to, you know, bring this economy down, bring some relief to everybody? Usually the uh, there's an old saying, good politics makes for bad economics. So uh, that that's a tough one. Uh, A lot of times people would say, do nothing or in inflationary times, um, really what Congress and the president need to do possibly is to raise taxes to help cool spending. But nobody wants to do that. I mean, they could do some things. And I know he's going to Saudi Arabia to try to uh, talk to um, the Saudis about increasing um, oil um, deliveries uh, so that we can bring down gas prices. Uh, but that's not going to be a, a long-term uh, solution. It's, it's a temporary fix. So those are 
things like that and, and re, um, releasing re, uh, fuel reserves, the gas reserves. Uh, they've done some of that. So those are little things that can be done. We're eliminating tariffs. Uh, you've seen that in the newspaper. So uh, temporarily reducing tariffs to um, make products cheaper for people. So those are some of the things you may see happening down the road. But those are temporary uh, fixes. Uh Temporary fixes for a solution that, or for a problem, excuse me, that, uh, I don't know, Michael, is this going away anytime soon? It seemed like, you know, a few months ago, people were very hopeful that, you know, this would be temporary or that would be temporary, that uh, the invasion of Ukraine wouldn't last that long and maybe some prices would uh, rebound uh, back to where they normally were because of that. Now everything seems like it's here to stay. And that's and that's a problem. There, there's uh, consumer confidence is down, and uh, that's a worry because what that will do is it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. People will start buying more now, bidding up the price of goods, and that's that's a scary part. Inflation ex- expectations uh, can be very destructive. On the flip side, there's there are some positive signs out there. So I don't want to be all doom and gloom. There are some positive signs. A lot of General economic indicators are still good. The economy is still actually functioning very well. We've seen recently prices on fertilizers and computer chips that are needed in cars. Nobody can get a car anymore, but auto manufacturers are saying uh, the computer chip issues should be fixed by later this year. Uh, Shipping container pricing is going down, so the cost to deliver uh, goods from overseas is going down. Wage increase, uh, the the rate of wage increases is is decreasing. And uh, another fundamental indicator out there on the overall rate of inflation, and this gets into a little technical spread between uh, treasury inflated protected securities and regular treasuries has um, been going down. And that's usually looked at as a barometer uh, for what uh, the bond market thinks inflation is going to be. And right now, the bond market's predicting five-year inflation to be at about 3.13% and 10-year inflation to be at 2.76%. And those numbers have actually been coming down. They were a little higher a month ago. So the bond market, when they read the tea leaves, and these are people that are investing for insurance companies, and they've got a lot at risk, and they want to make sure they get these numbers right, are uh, looking through all the economic data and feeling a little more confident than the average consumer, but the average consumer not being confident um, can disrupt a lot of that. Um, uh, so the, what the Fed needs to do today is instill confidence to the market and to the consumer that they're going to get inflation under control. And that will, um, that will start to bring pricing down and start to settle the market a little bit. Michael, thank you very much. Good to talk with you this morning. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Michael Angelucci with Level Financial Advisors. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 